0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Broken North Pop. I said, it's hard for me to talk because so i got got Jolly Rancher in my mouth.
1: <laughs> I thought you said you could move it to the other side so nobody could see it on the well, podcast. I did. I, oh, yeah, they
0: can't see it if it's audio only, but if it's, it's, if it's video, guys, I have a Jolly Rancher on this side.
1: <laughs> welcome to. So he stumped me. He said, I'm going to move it to the other side so nobody sees it on the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that makes sense to do that. And then he looked at me like, Matt, it's a podcast.
0: Yeah, no, no, <laughs> listen, everybody, it's podcast, guys. Welcome to the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the jolly. ambassador. I'm like the Santa Claus of flow. I'm jolly. <laughs> I live on a ranch. A rancher. <laughs> I live on a ranch with a bunch of reindeer. <laughs> I'm here with the big guy, as always. Matt Vi, how you doing? Doing absolutely,
1: positively fantastic, just like, uh, just like always, but I appreciate you. I'm always grateful that
0: you ask. I'm, Dude, I ask because I care. <laughs> i love it right and <laughs> not because i've been in this room with you for the first six hours a day already <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> what, the two things are completely unrelated <laughs> yeah exactly like, i know how you're doing i gotta turn my levels in i can already tell them i'm talking too loud yes so matt yeah well, what are we talking about today man
1: Bring the heat yep so uh, so uh, and this is you know a lot of what we talk about comes from you know our coaching calls or conversations we're having with people or potential new clients we're dealing with right and and, and so you know we've uh, you know we've got a couple of people that we've talked to that have been in the business recently for a really long time right yep and uh, but they haven't really been they've been a broker for a long time but haven't been a recruiting broker for a long time. And there really is a difference between the between the two of those, yeah. right? So, so for, for just to have fun with vocabulary, right? We're going right. to get hooked on phonics for a minute here. Well, the phonics isn't vocabulary, is it? We're, we're going to get hooked on vocabulary, I guess. Uh, yeah, we will just there's, there's not a, a there's stuck. not a better word for it. <clears throat> I'm
0: going to get stuck on band aid because <laughs> band aids stuck. <laughs>
1: I got you All right. So, so you know, a, a broker is someone that is in charge of the office, right? right. Okay. A, a recruiting broker is someone that's in charge of the office, but their job is to is to bring in those, those that that profitability from a, from recruiting efforts. Right. Correct. And then a recruiter is a person that is that that is not the broker that their job is to just recruit. Right. right. And so whenever we talk to people, sometimes, you know, some of our coaching clients are recruiters. Right. Yeah. Some of our coaching clients are brokers and then there's there there's broker recruiters in their offices, right? Yep. And then some of our clients are broker recruiters, right? Correct. And so so this is what that's what we're gonna dig into today, right? Is if you're a broker recruiter and you're and you're new to it or you're transitioning and you're trying to just kind of get your head wrapped around what to do and how to do it and to take it more serious, right? You've been a broker for the past ten years, but now you know you gotta level it up because of everything yeah. going on in the market. What is it that you gotta do in order to do that? That's what that's what we're gonna dig
0: into today. Perfect. I love it. So, guys, whether you're a broker, a manager, a recruiter, broker-recruiter, recruiter
1: All the other vocabulary that Matt
0: just did. Yeah, all the other things that Matt said. There's no better time than the present to go to prospectboomerang.com. Click that green button, sign up for a free account, and join our real estate recruiting mastermind um, in our groups. Also, wherever you listen to this, hit that hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button. We absolutely appreciate every single person mm-hmm. that listens to us. And uh, we want to make sure that, that we're bringing that content straight to you and that you get notified every time every time you, uh, yep. uh, we, we post it. So, Matt. Yep. Just like Joe Dirt. I'm new. <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> Keep the skull, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys got to. If you haven't seen it, man, you got to see it. See the first one. Yeah, don't watch the second one. Not the ill repute one. Hard cut off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh,
1: all right, so what we're going to talk about is is some things that you kind of have to have going for you if you're going to if you're going to recruit, okay? Yep. You don't need all. Uh, there's, there's actually six of them. There's more than that, but we're really going to dig into six. What we're actually going to do today is we're going to talk about a few of them, and then in some subsequent podcasts, we'll make sure that we talk about some of the about some of the other ones. Okay, but we're going to mention all of them today so that everybody kind of knows. So the first one, and this is this is why we're going to kind of break it down a little bit, is is the first one is technology, right? Yeah. So you're, you're smiling, Ben. Wait, Ben's Ben's over here cracking up. I'm not even. I'm, <laughs> I didn't say anything funny. I don't think, <laughs> but he's he's over here cracking up. You okay, Ben?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. You know when you're like keep the skull baby. That was funny. Careful,
1: this is this is PG
0: rated. <laughs> <yeah>. PG-13. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like keep the Jolly Rancher, baby. That's all I can think about. <laughs> well, you almost
1: made me spit my coffee there, Ben. Yeah, that that sorry. I just, just keep the Jolly Rancher, baby. I
0: got, you know, cuz I had this inside of my mouth that I was just <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: awesome. <laughs> Uh so we moving forward now? Yeah, let's let's All go right. on.
0: Sorry, I got that off my I got that off my chest, guys. Thanks I, for being there for me. Yeah, I couldn't
1: I couldn't not let him. I I thought he was gonna pass out. I thought I mean if somebody's gonna pass out here, we need the doctor to be the yeah. one that's still yeah. uh, not passing Feeling out.
0: Feeling right? a little climped.
1: There you go. Oh uh, so uh so tech. Right. Yep. So so it's real easy to get overwhelmed with tech. If you're in a franchise, yes. there is, uh, you know, you got 58 different systems people are pushing on you and all that kind of stuff. If you're not in a franchise, you're going out and figuring out And the board office is telling you this and you're getting ads all the time about all this kind of stuff and everything. And heaven forbid, you accidentally press something on Instagram or Facebook, you're going to get covered up with it. Okay. Yep. And so you guys are seeing these things all the time. If if you've ever typed in, you know, project management or CRM or anything like that, oh, my gosh, you're just going to get a million of them. So that's what we want to do today. We want to talk for just a second about a little bit of some of those, right? So there's tons of tools and resources to automate and outsource administrative stuff. Right. I mean, yep. so you can go to uh you know, you can do it through applications or you can get uh, you know, a fractional person that does it, right? You yep. can there's there's a lot of things to do. So you're you're getting hit up with those people on LinkedIn, right? You can go to Upworks to do some of that that stuff that you want to or Odesk or whatever it is uh, these days, right? So all of those things are places that you can go to get that additional kind of support that, that you need to. Yeah. If you go on and you search in LinkedIn and just search accountants or bookkeeping or anything along that line. You're gonna get a live person, but they also need to be connected with, and, and this is why we're bringing up accounting and bookkeeping, because accounting and bookkeeping are two different things, right? Absolutely. So uh, so th- there's going to bring up people, but you need to know which software you want them to use, right? So yep. so one of the things that, that happens is, you know, at some point somebody gets to a, a size with a brokerage and they're like, okay, I need somebody else to help me handle this. And they have an administrative person that kind of helps them. And typically they take that and they hand it over to an accountant, right? Yes. Okay. That's a great plan to a certain point. At some point you're going to be too busy that you're not going to be able to do that that way. And it's going to start impacting people getting paid. Okay. Yeah. This is what it has to do with recruiting. Okay. You, you need to be able to tell people when they're recruiting that they're getting paid as expeditiously as possible. Right. Is that a DA that is, that is uh, you know, distribution agreement. I don't know if everyone in the country uses that, that term or not, but the distribution agreement that, that, uh, that gets sent over to the attorney or the title company or whoever it is that's closing it, yep. right? How does that get there? Who fills that out? Who's approving it? Who's handling all of that? When you get to a certain size production-wise, it's going to be hard for you to overdo that yeah, or oversee that, especially if, you, if you're if you out there selling every day, right? Yep. So you've got to have somebody reliable that's that's doing that. And a lot of people, like I said, they get their administrative help to do that. But at some point, you need someone that is responsible a different way for that yeah and what software they're using is going to is going to make a difference right mm-hmm. are they using uh, you know they using quickbooks or, or whatever other type of, of system and you know if you depending on what you're doing from an appointment setting standpoint right so not to to just get caught up in the bookkeeping part but you know whether it's calendly or appointly or you know, there's how many other Yeah, something
0: in your CRM that does it, yeah.
1: Absolutely. So all of that. And then there's like Slack for, for communications with your team, right? Are you doing your communications through a Facebook group, right? Or are you doing project management through Monday uh, using Google Suite to do all of your, your email? All of those things are a bunch of different decisions that you have to make, and they, they impact how efficient you are when you're recruiting. So if I'm telling somebody I'm going to make their life easier, And I have 17 different applications that they have to log into, right? And that's not making their life easier, okay? Now, with that being said, if you have one application that they're logging into and everyone has to log into that, okay, that's absolutely fantastic. And that might get them paid the way that they're supposed to. But then you're locked into that and you don't have some other things that might be available that are going to allow you to expand the way that you want to. Yeah. So that so the key thing here is you know having continuity across all of those and knowing ahead of time why you're heading into which type of software that you're heading into it. Don't just get excited about it. Most brokers don't. (coughs) Excuse me. Most brokers don't. But before you make a decision to add a CRM, before you make a decision to use the CRM that your franchise is telling you, before you make a decision to use QuickBooks instead of Zoho Books or or whatever it is. Make sure that there's a continuity across all of those because ultimately, when you're sitting down in front of the agent and you're telling them that this is going to make their life easier, if those things aren't talking to each other the way that they're supposed to, the lie is going to come out. Yeah. Right? You're going to tell them it's going to be easier and they're going to come on board and then the next thing you know, it's not easier for them and they're going to feel like they were deceived and then they start looking around at everything else. Okay, what else didn't they tell me? What else wasn't the way that
0: they said that it was going to be? Yeah. And, and and you typically don't hear those until it's too late. That's exactly right. Right. They go home and they're like, listen. Yeah, I can't believe there's crap, all right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of crap, that kind of takes us to number two, right? Yep. And uh, and so this is this is the one that I'll get some pushback on, right? I say this and whenever I say this, you know, a lot of people are, are you know, they, uh, you know, I get, I, this is probably the biggest thing I get pushed back on, right? You <laughs> hear people say all the time, you know, number, you know, sales is a numbers game, right? Yep. All right, that's bullshit. That just, period, it just, wrong, okay? Sales is a relationship game, okay? Now, the number one rule, the top rule, is numbers. Got it. to know your numbers, have to know what you're doing, all that kind of stuff. But the game is about the relationship. Yep. Even if you're just selling a flashlight that's indestructible, which you and I joke around about all the time. Yeah, tactical right? flashlights, everywhere that's where right. you look. You, you have to build some rapport with that person, right? I don't think anybody goes, oh, tactical flashlight, buy." Yeah, like, no, you can't you let me let me take that back. Yeah, there's somebody that does that. But but you can't build your business on that. Yeah, right. So so you're so that yeah. can't your whole Just business, pay for shipping and handling, right? You can't have that. You can't build your business around that. Yeah. So there has to be some development of know, like and trust right sometimes yep. it's a real short sales process sometimes it's a longer sales process real estate it's a very long re- uh, sales process both re- with recruiting and as we all know with the you know with the other side of it the life cycle of home ownership right all those things matter yep. and all those things count so because it's a relationship game and the top rule is that it makes it, it's really easy as soon as you start recruiting to think that i have to hit my numbers
0: right Right? Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: And and so what Especially
0: what, when you're being told to hit your numbers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And
1: and remember what's the number one rule? The one number one rule is numbers, right? Yes. You got to know your numbers, you got to understand your numbers, you got okay? And don't talk about Fight Club. And don't talk about Fight Club, right? That's I yes. guess that is the number one rule. So, uh, so the uh, so what we have to make sure that we're doing is we have to make sure that we stay on task at the right time with what the rules are. Yep. Okay. And so, so absolutely, if you if you need to make a certain amount of contacts in order to get your goal, you you have to do that. Absolutely, if you have to, you know, send a certain amount of texts and have a certain amount of you know stop into a certain number of open houses or whatever it is that you deal that you plan is. But, but when you're doing those things, you can never forget it's about the relationship. It's not an indestructible flashlight. You right. cannot bank the success of your company on coming across that idiot that's just like, oh, you're a broker. God, I need to join you today. Where do I sign? You can't yeah. bank your success on that. Okay. So it's not just about do I run into enough people that hopefully that's the case. There are companies this is where this is where I typically get in trouble. Okay, so if I go too far on this, just we'll have to clip this part. It's out. my favorite part. Okay, there are companies that that <clears throat> that focus on it being a numbers game. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. You and I both know because we look at the numbers and we talk to brokers and we have we have conversation with brokers and like yeah, so and so is just hiring so many people and everything and then we say, well, what's their attrition like? And they're like, their attrition is terrible. Right. It, it, it's because it's numbers. Right. Yep. So, do you want to be in a brokerage? that as a as a recruiting broker, that if you decide to take a day off, then yeah all of a sudden your numbers and your income and everything is in the tank because you hired so many people based on just numbers instead of relationships yep. that they're leaving almost as quick as you're as you're bringing them in the front door that's where that burnout happens,
0: yeah, yeah, right? if they're leaving in the middle of the night, same thing absolutely, right, absolutely, because they don't want to say goodbye, they don't care that's that's exactly because there's no relationship there that's exactly right, yeah.
1: So, uh, so number three is, uh, is teamwork makes the dream work, right? So as a, recruiting, uh, as a recruiting broker, you know, you have to know how to build a team. Yep. Okay? So, so I know you know all the great, you know, sports guys and everything, right? Michael Jordan's coach, what was his name? Phil, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. I always get him and Phil Knight mixed up. <clears throat> Phil Knight's the Nike guy. Phil Jackson's the guy, right? I'll, t- I'll have to write that down somewhere. Yeah. So well, I'll be here. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah. So, uh, so, the, uh, uh, so Phil Jackson. The guy just knew how to, how do you have, like, Michael Jordan and Scotty Pittman and Pippen? You said and, Pittman. <laughs> I did say Pittman. Pippin. That's what, that's what I meant. Because <laughs> I started to say Rodman and I got both of them, <laughs> I got go, both of them confused. So, so I put them, I, I kind of melded them all into one player. Scottus Pittman. Scottus Pittman. <laughs> Scottus <is> Pittman, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're all just so incredible. That's how they played. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so you have to be that guy. You don't have to be an expert basketball player, right? Mm-hmm. Phil Jackson might have been. I don't know whether he was or not. He, you don't have to be an excellent basketball player. You have to be able to take those people that are excellent and get them to work as a team. So as a recruiting broker, you have to be spending time on getting better at being a team leader. Right. Okay? A lot of people miss that, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, how come? Well, if it's just about the numbers, if I just do more numbers, I don't have to be a good leader, right? Oh, Refer yeah. back to rule number two. If it's all just about the numbers, uh, screw it. If I'm in it, uh, screw it, if I'm no good at that, if I'm no good at getting them to connect the way they need to connect and yeah. them to talk, I got twenty people, more coming. That's exactly right. And yeah. and if I just make more calls, I don't have to worry about that. I got somebody else coming in. And somebody's going to stick. Okay, bullcrap. Right, yep. we, th- we refer back to Absolutely. rule number two. What happens is they end up leaving because you don't have that, that, that cohesion. You need to have that. You need to have that cohesion. Right. Yeah. If,
0: if, if, if there's a new batch coming in every, every month and a new batch going out every mm-hmm. month, even the people that you're like, no, they, they, they like it here. Right. They're noticing that. Yep. And, and you know, the people just follow the trends. They follow yep. the masses. They're just going to say, well, if everybody else is doing it. Right. That's your culture. Yeah that's your culture.
1: If, if, if it's the agent doesn't matter and they can leave because they're not really connected, that becomes your culture. Yeah.
0: That's almost like difficult, difficult come easy go. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: uh, so, so that means we got to, you know, we got to make the, the, you know, teamwork makes the dream work, right? We got to make sure that we know how to be a better leader. So how are you being a better leader you know who are you connected with? What are you listening to? What books are you reading? What conversations are you having? Who are you surrounding yourself with? All those things are, are going to matter whenever it comes to being a being a better leader, right? Yep. And so the uh, and so the, the other three really quick, right? Because we uh you know we said we would uh you know we said we go over the first three and everything, but you know uh, well before I move on to those, let, let me let me say this. So when you're when you're talking to people on your team, how do you how do you rate them? right? What conversations do you have with them to determine whether or not they're a good team member and how well do they fit your team, right? Because yeah. what's the easy solution? Everybody says, you know, go take a personality test, right? Yeah. That, that's such, uh, such an overall stupid, st- stupid solution, <laughs> yeah. right? It is effective. Yes, it has its place. That's not what we're saying, okay? Yeah, yeah we right. like personality tests. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and regardless of which one you like to take, taking any of them is better than not doing any of them. Yes. Right. Any is better than none. But, but who fits into your culture? Big picture. Who is it that you lead easiest? Are you a really competitive person and find it hard to lead people that aren't competitive? Right. Well, don't you think you need to know that? That doesn't mean that you can't hire them. That means you got to have somebody else in your team because you're leading. Find somebody else in your team that actually that actually melds or
0: meshes better with it with those people. Right. That's what yeah. we want to make sure we're doing. Yeah, you'll so, miss out. You'll miss out. <clears throat> Excuse me. You'll miss out on a lot of good agents if everybody has to be competitive. Yep. And there will be a lot of headbutting. Yep. Inside absolutely. that inside that office, if there's not somebody that's like. It's okay, guys. Yep. <laughs> Chill out. Yep. You know, I, I,
1: I figured out very early on in, in my career, you know, when, you know, there were so many offices that people were like, oh, that's just such a cutthroat office. That's such a cutthroat office. And there were a few that were that way. There weren't really many. Yeah. The difference was they were really competitive mm-hmm. and some were cutthroat. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. They'll steal your client. I, I knew people that would follow clients out in the parking lot and hand out cards, right? A new agency <laughs> right. would do stuff like that. Right. So but but big picture most of them it was just an ultra competitive environment yep. and because it was so competitive everybody was like they were basically saying i don't feel like going in there competing and because those people are aggressive about their business that makes it cutthroat and the truth is yep. that's that's you know most most of the times i just don't think that's the case right
0: yeah i, I completely i completely agree with that um you know I, I i worked with with some agents and i'm extremely competitive so when i was when i was Practicing real estate, whatever you want to call it, I would I would go in every Monday morning and I would print out where I was inside my office, mm-hmm. right, and I would just look at those numbers because I wanted to be like the top agent in the office. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, you know, I work with some other people like, man, you know, you're having a lot of success. What's going on? And I got to a point where I was like, I'm gonna print out, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna print out a couple of these. And I'm gonna hand them out, and then I'd hand them to to an agent. And they'd be like, I don't care, right? <laughs> they'd be like. I can't help you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah. But
0: but eventually in that in that office, you know, a few of them who said like I don't care. You, you, start. Yeah, yeah, you could tell that they, they were like, they'd come in, they're like they come and like, where do you print that thing out? Yep. You know that thing you printed. out? Where did you find that? Right. And uh, yeah, you like, know, it, but but it was always it was always friendly. Right, right, right. Friendly competition. There was nothing cutthroat there. And uh, and I really feel like you know you know you could you could see and this is completely off topic more like a broker's open podcast conversation right <clears throat> you could see their production go up and and I don't think it's because they were being more competitive but they were starting to track things measure yeah right they could measure and they'd say whoa like I see what I did last year I'm 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 behind or I'm right. ahead or whatever
1: yeah and and if you're oh. Uh, and and we won't get too far off in this, right? But yep. if you're uh if you're looking at what you're doing and you're looking at what someone else is doing and someone else is doing better, it's easy for you to go, okay, what are they doing? Yeah. But if you're not looking at how you're doing compared to them, you know what you're not gonna do? You're not gonna care what they're doing. Exactly. You're not gonna and you're certainly not gonna give it any any validation. Right. You're not going to say, oh, yeah, well, you know, Ben's doing this and he beat me six weeks in a row on top agent of the of the week and he's doing more open houses than me. Maybe there's something to that. But yeah. if you're not measuring that, you're going to go, oh, man, Ben sucks, right? Ben's winning, right? He got lucky. Yeah. He's got all those stupid signs all over the office all the time, <laughs> yeah. right? That's, uh, yeah. If you're not measuring. Doing a podcast. Not, doing a podcast. Radio right. show. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what, what i <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Go do your radio show. Like, <laughs> All right, well, I kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Business.
1: <laughs> so uh, so uh, we started to say this just a second ago. So what do you rate these people on that are, that are in the office, right, that, that are part of your, your team to make sure that you're leading them the right way but also kind of getting everybody moving in the same direction? Right? Are they are they goal minded people? Right? That's something to, to look at. Right? Are they? What's their social intelligence? Right? Do they have a higher social intelligence? That's gonna make that's gonna make a difference. Yeah. Are, they de, are they dependable? Right? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna find it really hard to see people that are extremely productive in their business, and and see the and find them that aren't dependable, that aren't reliable, and aren't doing what they say they're gonna Absolutely. do. Now here's what happens. A lot of times you'll see people and you're like, oh yeah, he never does what he says he's gonna do. He never <laughs> he never whatever it is. What they're actually doing is they're prioritizing it. They're not getting things done that are not the most important things for them to get done that are actually impacting their production. Right. Right? So those, th- those things matter. How good at communication are they? Right? Are they motivated? Collaborative-minded. The list can go on and on and on and on, right? But, but the bottom line is you, as the recruiting manager, have to be looking at those things. As the leader in the office, you have to be looking at metrics, even if there's just two of them. Look around your office. Are my people goal-minded? Are my people, do they have integrity? Right? If If that's the two things that matter the most to you, look at them and see if they're that way. And then as you start to build relationships with other people, you know what you're looking for. Yep. Right? so uh so that's the that's kind of the first three the second the second three we'll talk about these for just a second and then we'll go through it for an action item okay? okay so uh so the the fourth one is you know expect the best but plan for the worst when it comes to your business right yep. you just have to you just have to do that the fifth one is a culture of growth is created through consistent value delivery right you just constantly over and over have to be delivering value as that recruiting manager as that lead, leader if you're not doing that, you're just not gonna have that growth minded mindset. And then what's gonna happen is you're gonna wanna grow and you're gonna tell people you're gonna grow and you're gonna have shit in the wall that says I wanna grow. Yeah. But nobody's gonna feel it. That's not the vibe that you're gonna that's not the vibe that you're yeah. gonna have, right? And then never forget that your customer's a customer. I'm gonna say one thing on this one because this one always bothered me. I don't remember where I heard this originally, right? You know, young, I heard, you know, the customer's always right. Okay. Yeah. And then I bumped into somebody who was probably Hank Stanfield, my shop teacher. I've told you about him before. The dude <laughs> yeah. was just brilliant, right? And uh, But I can see him saying, well, Matt, customer's not always right, but the customer's always the customer. Yeah. Just because you have to value what they say, just because you have to pay attention to what they say, doesn't mean that they're right or doesn't mean you need to shift and change everything that you need to do. But you have to respect the fact that they're still the customer. Yeah. That's the same with recruits. Yeah. Right. You don't have to love and understand and believe everything that every recruit tells you. Now there's fundamental things that matter to you that are your values that there just has to be an alignment on, but they don't have to do everything the same way that you do. Right. Yeah. Customer is always the customer, but that doesn't mean that they're always, that they're always right.
0: Okay? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I know you have an action item for I do. us, I do. um, before we get to that, you know, as always, um, my, my, my quote of the podcast so okay. far, all right, um, Speaking I'm of new. speaking oh. of crap, that leads us to number two. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, my quote of the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I don't think I said crap, though. You did. It. Oh, did, you I? did. I? Okay. It's recorded. I, I thought I said bullshit. <laughs> well, that, that did come later on. Right, okay. But, uh, guys, wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button, that bell right beside of it. Get notified every time we drop a new episode. Um, there's no better There's no better place to watch all these than prospectboomerang.com. Um, while you're there, join our VIP list. We'll send you monthly recruiting tips, tricks, and hacks straight to your inbox. This Jolly Rancher is still there. 25, 26 minutes in, guys. This is like <laughs> the never-ending like a Willy Wonka Jolly <laughs> <Ranger. laughs> Um So Matt, uh, we're, 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 we've started this thing, you know, for for some of our clients, where at the end of each podcast, yeah, um, after the action item, you know, we 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 do, we do two minutes just for them to go into to our yeah. to our clients group. Um, we're going to talk about that, but let's let's go into the action item first.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so let me, let me give a little bit of background on, on that so that okay. people know what to know what to kind of expect, but you know, we're going to, we're going to do a wrap up. And the reason why is because it's coming up in the coaching calls, right? People are saying, Hey Matt, you know, uh, you talked about this, you know, I could have used a little bit more uh, about that. Right. Or I yep. would have. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure that we give that, that extra little bit of value to, to, uh, you know, to our, to our clients. Right. So yes, of course, yeah. So there'll be a, a couple of minute wrap up and that, that wrap up, we're going to talk specifically about, uh, what it is that, you know the, the 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 fast track wrap up. We're going to talk a little bit about what tools we used and why we made the decisions on those tools, right? Yep. Okay. So, uh, so here's what uh, here's what I would do though. So, oh. Uh, You know, as far as an action item goes, you know, talk to some brokers that, you know, right. You should know some other brokers. If you don't, you need to get your butt out there and go meet people and talk to them and connect, whether it's inside your franchise group, whether it's inside your franchise itself, whether it's outside your franchise and other independents, whether it's brokers and, you know, the, the, you know, the broker council that you're on, right, wherever it is. Go meet some other people, have a cup of coffee with them, and ask them what are the five pieces of software that you use that really positively impact how efficient you are running your running your business, right? Yep. So I think that's a I think that would be a good action item. You're going to be surprised that some are the same.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: Some are different, and some of the people you talk to aren't going to have any idea.
0: Yeah, right? that's exactly right. So so all that's going to matter. Yeah. Before we go into that um, that wrap up. Let's let everybody know, you know, why, why we do these podcasts and yeah. why, why we bring bring the heat. We'll talk about those other three on another podcast. Yeah, of course. Um, we do that for one reason, one reason alone, Dr.
1: Matt. We just want to be part of their win. See you guys. See you.